Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Metal Hand of God. Sort of. So, you know, I'm waiting for Wayne to return from his sabbatical, and the rum guy is still off in Europe on a boat doing God knows what, probably drinking. So in the meantime, I'm finding fill-in co-hosts. Well, you know, obviously Kyle. But, uh, so... For this episode, I decided to resurrect a podcast that I did last year called Grim Grinning Hosts. Uh, GGH was a very fun show, but unfortunately the uh, schedules of myself and the other hosts just, you know, didn't work out. And eventually I quit and the show became defunct. So since I had an opening this week, I decided hey, wouldn't it be great to do one last episode of GGH? And so, that's what we did. So, if you're a regular fan of Metal Hand of God, I hope you'll stick around. We talk about fun things like Halloween Horror Nights. A lot of you are horror fans. Uh, We talk about Stranger Things. We do talk about Ready Player One, but don't worry. Nothing, we we kind of avoid spoilers because one of the guys didn't see it. Um, So, check it out. And uh, I guess without further ado, here we go. Oh, also, if you're only here because you're a GGH fan, hey, check out other episodes. You might like Metal Hand of God. Anyway, so now without further ado, here we go. Wake up, well I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, well I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. When I get drunk, well I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I hear hey I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man that's riveting to you. But I would walk 500 miles And I would walk 500 more Just to be the man who walked a thousand miles To fall down at your door When I'm working Hello, everybody, and welcome to the final ever episode of the Grim Grinning Host podcast. You guys know... Just throwing this out here, that's probably bullshit. We're going to be like Kiss or The Who or or whoever and reunite like 16 times. We're going to go on a million farewell tours. (laughs) Is he really doing this? (laughs) I don't think he is. I think he's full of shit. I think... (laughs) Maybe maybe that's diarrhea. Challenge pissing, grim grinning hostess. We good? Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. Uh, Are we on? (laughs) Yes, we're on. We're on. Hold on. Hold on. This thing on. I'm done. done. All right. Well, that was an introduction to the show, uh, and probably as fitting of an introduction (laughs) as we could have asked for. (laughs) Wasn't expecting much. If you guys were expecting some big, epic, climactic send-off, kind of like the third act of Ready Player One, 
Revenge of the Sith, whatever you want to compare it to. What are you kids talking about nowadays? Anyways, that was it. That was our version of it. Enjoy those pop culture references. Anyways, hello, everybody. It's nice to be back. My name's Hunter, and with me today, I have three fine gentlemen. Why don't we go ahead and, and talk to, uh, what's up, Kenny? You know what? Just hey. get out of the way. Come on. What's up? What's happening? I just got back from the bathroom. Uh, we're, we're aware. Yeah, we heard too many uh, things. Too many white Russians before recording. Is that your asshole or? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, buddy? How you doing? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Uh, you know, I'm back. I uh, I actually lied to you guys last time. I had no idea how much defending Star Wars: The Last Jedi on the internet was going to take up my time. Oh. So. That's the reason Grim Grinning Host is dead, because a bunch of hateful bastards are all over the internet, and they want to ruin something for me. <laughs> I, hateful bastards. Adam, I did why try. do you hate fun? Why do you hate fun so much? I don't hate fun. I just hate The Last Jedi, which it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? Maybe this is discussion for another time. What? I wish we would have had the opportunity to go all Rogue One on The Last Jedi, but it would have just ended up with... Me and whoever else kicking Adam to the curb and talking can, about. Can you just how, introduce Travis so that so that I can just point out how how who <laughs> who Mike Jones? <laughs> you guys remember that <laughs> reference, right? Uh, no. So What's up, Travis? What's going on? We back. We back up in this bitch. Is this Travis Big Dick What's videographer Terrell? You goddamn right. No. You know, I heard that you challenged Taylor Strickland to a fist cuff battle behind the bleachers <laughs> at school tomorrow. Is this true? Fisticuff? Like a old like <laughs> southpaw, like a like the uh, Celtics guy, the Celtics yeah. mascot. Yeah, yeah you figured it out. Fisticuffs. Let me at him. Let me at him. That's how I imagine it. You remember that little? Uh, what was he, Adam? Was he like a little hawk in the Foghorn Leghorn Looney Tunes? Thank you for turning to me for the old reference. Yes, yeah, there was, there was, there was a little chick that yeah, Foghorn used to. Yeah, I don't know if that was what he said, but uh, yeah. Are we you talking no about chick Taylor Strickland? Is that what? what? No, Are we talking about Taylor. No, no, Foghorn no, no, no. Leghorn. He, he the old old Looney Tunes cartoons. There was Foghorn used to have like a little nephew that yep. you know was kind of like his version of Scrappy Doo. Yep, he was Scrappy before Scrappy. I can All tell right. right now that I, I had to like retroactively do a, an intro to this episode because as soon as Taylor Strickland's name came up, I was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely catering <laughs> yeah. to the GGH audience here. <laughs> yeah, then Hunter brings up fucking Foghorn Leghorn. Was I know, it like the, my, four, the 40s want their fucking conversation back? Hold on. I'm not 40 <laughs> for another year. Um, <laughs> so I said the 40s. Like 1940. Like 1940. <laughs> Um, Nobody was exposing your age, you old bastard. Cut that out. Uh, I'm actually he's <laughs> only early thirties. <laughs> I'm I'm go. happy to say that I am on a show that I'm only the second youngest. Like I, I like like I, there's two people much older than me on on MHOG. So I get to be you know, the young the young dumb full of cum. Uh, <sighs> Scrap. Young Buck. I get to be the Scrappy Doo of the Metal Hand of God. 
Well, welcome, Metal Hand of God listeners, to this train wreck we used to call Grim Grinning Hosts, which was a now defunct, unfortunately, not safe for work theme park podcast where we just hurled a bunch of insults at each other. But I think there was a lot of good information in there. So we're bringing it back one last time. The reason being is Grim Grinning Hosts did not have a proper send off. We kind of just said, hey, we're going to talk about Halloween Horror Nights. And we were like, yeah. And then guess what happened? We never got back together to do a part two. It's dead. Once again, <laughs> fuck you, yeah. last I haters. You know, it's yeah. just all those people so waiting much- on our scare zone <laughs> reviews. I jokingly said we'll be back in January. Here it's. Yeah, April. Who cares? They all fucking sucked anyway. If, if you uh, <laughs> after trick or treat, after you listen to this episode, if you want to go back to like the Mhog episodes from December, you can hear me talking about all the the Last Jedi lovers who were pissed at me because I didn't like their fucking movie. <laughs> well, that's actually why I decided to do this with you. You guys thought we were going to talk about theme parks today, but no, <laughs> right into the Star Wars discussion. Nice. I don't even know if I could really discuss that movie, to be honest with you. We're going to do a live commentary. I'd have to watch it again. Yeah. Good Good for you. We're doing it right now. Live commentary. Guys, guys, guys. guys. Let's pull it all back in. Grim Grinning House is a theme park podcast, and you know we started off by talking about Halloween Horror Nights. So that's actually a pretty good place to launch it off. Today, (laughs) a pretty big property got announced for Halloween Horror Nights, and that is Netflix's original property, The Stranger Things. Skip the, you know, it's just there. However, uh, I wanted to know what you guys thought about this, because this is arguably the biggest grab that they've had since, what, I got you, Hunter. 2013? I got Uh, you, fam. Can you hear that? (laughs) I can honestly say I've never seen this show. Do what? I've never seen that show. I've seen the first season. Well, Travis, good, is, that a, is that a poster of Barb behind you, Travis? <laughs> yeah, Barb's, Bob, Barb's my uh, my chick right there. <laughs> I know I Barb what, Wire. She, so, what? Which was uh, which <laughs> property was bigger for? Uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Was it The Walking Dead or was it American Horror Story? Uh, definitely Walking Dead. Yeah. I was say. I, its peak, The Walking Dead was the largest property that they had had at that point. The Walking Dead, think? it was like an unquestionable phenomenon. Like, it, I mean, it was like that in the comics world before it became a show. And like afterwards, I mean, it's it's pretty insane. Like. And it's not like people even like the show anymore, but they keep watching it. That's like how how obsessed people are. I I couldn't. I stopped watching it after uh, what's his name Negan beat the shit out of Glenn with a bat. I was like, all right, yeah, I don't know if I need to watch this shit anymore. I stopped. Watching <laughs> I haven't even after. seen that far yet. I'm still really? catching up. No, I stopped watching. I was they good. The my first character. Few seasons. It's well. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna keep being the same shit over and over and over. You can only do that so many times. In well, a that's the problem that comic books fell into as well. Um, I will say that with The Walking Dead, I personally stopped watching around season three. But I think just kind of zombies will translate forever, which makes it a good idea for a Halloween Horror Nights maze. However, you do. I do think in the case of Universal Orlando, you oversaturated your market with it. After running it, was it five years total? 
Yeah. 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 You you just did it way no, too many. Might, might have even been. Well, it was twenty. Yeah, twenty twelve. So it was five years. Yeah. Well, you just did it way too many times. Wait, no. They didn't do it because they didn't do it last year. So. Well, I want to say uh, the reason I asked is I want to. I, I'm curious. What do you guys think? Like, does does this have the potential to be their biggest pull ever? Do you think it could be bigger than that? Because it feels like, like the Walking Dead's got undeniably a massive, even if it's smaller now than it was at its peak. Like, it's you got a massive as, following. You mean as far as getting people to the event, or are you just talking about like as a franchise in general? Their biggest. I mean, I I don't want to I don't want to say. I, it's just speculation on my part. I don't want to say that uh, Stranger Things is is more popular than The Walking Dead because I don't think it's that's not. true. The Walking Dead's been around quite a bit longer. Um, but I feel like as far as marketability goes and, and popularity, um, just sort of like... I, like The Walking Dead was kind of a big boom at first and it, and it felt like the, the couple of years that it went on, it got bigger and bigger. But I feel like like the intensity of the popularity of Stranger Things right now, I feel like this is is sort of creating the biggest pop that Halloween Horror Nights has ever had. Well, you possibly. also got to think you also got to think about how much more like social media and on demand shows and stuff have come. I mean, 2012, that was six years ago. So, you know, think about social media and stuff. It's come a lot more way. So there's yeah. more people have access to it and you know, stuff like that. So yeah. that could also play a factor in it as well. Uh, and go ahead. Go go on ahead, Adam. Well it's it's definitely not gonna be bigger than The Walking Dead as far as like draw or popularity, but uh I think something like Stranger Things has the advantage of, you know, they can keep it there for like four years and they can just, you know, ready player one the shit out of it and just like constantly throw fucking weird random 80s references into every house and and you know have a lot more freedom to be uh uselessly creative than than walking dead which you know prison like that's that's what they could do Uh, you know but is it gonna turn is it gonna turn into like do you think there's gonna be enough iconic scenes in the movie to make a house for every every year for four years if they did that i think there's enough now i actually am in a weird scenario because i did not watch the original season and i started watching season two when that aired yeah so the reason for that is angel um started watching well when it originally aired and she wanted to watch it around october and considering we had the one TV at the time, guess what? I ended up watching I'm Stranger like, Things who season the fuck two. Any of these kids are, so, yeah, <laughs> I weren't introduced in, to any of them. Like, who's well, that guy? You, believe it or not, I have a weird history of doing this because my first Harry Potter book was Chamber of Secrets. Just what? throwing that out there, things what? are weird in my life. But you know, Adam, I think you bring up an interesting point. I think it does have the potential to be larger than The Walking Dead, just because I think Stranger Things has a much wider appeal between a much larger audience. And what I mean by that... i got to make this a racial thing. It's also got that nostalgia. People are hot on nostalgia right now. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we keep bringing up Ready Player One. Look at that. That's a movie that's built on 80s and 90s references for the most part. And people are getting back into, I don't know, John Hughes movies and The Goonies and all those movies are coming like back into style. 
which mm-hmm. Stranger Things has that advantage. But I think the good thing that it, Stranger Things has going for it is I don't think it's going to be the mega house this year like American Horror Story was last year and the year so. before. Purely because it is just season one, I do think it's going to be a soundstage house. But I think put it in E.T. <laughs> they, already got, they already got half the work done. There Dude, you your, go. Your, your tweet earlier. House, but your tweet. Are they just going to put a little blonde wig on top of, uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Vesuvius, whatever that big E.T. creature is. Botanicus? Botanicus. Vesuvius <laughs> is the Lego movie. <laughs> Mount Vesuvius. Um, what, what were you saying, Kenny? Um, you said something about a tweet. Oh, your no, your tweet earlier this today with oh. the, the ET, it's a fantastic <laughs> yeah. tweet. Um, I thought that was funny. Didn't get enough likes. I, it's it's tough to say right now because this is obviously the first announcement of the year. But do you honestly think this isn't going to be the biggest house this year? Oh, definitely. I think we're going to really enjoy visiting this house once or twice because it's going to have four hundred minute waits every single night. You mean biggest? I think he's no, I mean like size. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, oh, the you largest. Like the mega house this year? I don't think so. I feel like if it's still on track, which last I heard it still is, I think it has the potential to be the mega house because there's so much more they could do with that. Like dancing? I could see Stranger Things yeah. maybe even being like, like dancing. Being you know what? That's why you're going to Halloween Horror Nights, right? You're going <laughs> to be that dancing clown? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going go, to go to Halloween Horror Nights so I can eat some children. <laughs> you know that's an interesting juxtaposition though you do have it which was updated for this movie to take place in the 80s and you do have stranger things which takes place in the 80s you kind of build a through line through maybe all the houses oh if you my follow. god halloween <laughs> horror one nights. Long house. halloween horror night sponsored by vh1 i love the 80s <laughs> is vh1 oh, still around anymore I, I, probably <laughs> In a limited capacity. Oh. They keep selling me a magic bullet at like two in the morning. I've been watching these commercials since I was like three. Come on. I Let's reference the old vibrator? man here. Adam, Adam, you got to know this information. I'm sorry. I'm, wait, what's magic bullet? Like, are you buying vibrators? <laughs> <laughs> you walked into that, buddy. I got to give him that. Free at adamandeve.com for 50% off and three free adult DVDs of your choice. Now hashtag ad hashtag sponsored. Now who's making yeah. old references? That's really why GGH is back tonight. We got a sponsor. That's right. That's the only way we're coming back. Oh, Since I would. I would sell 20. the fuck out of vibrators. I. I mean, I'm not. I don't use any, but I, I'd absolutely, <laughs> for the right amount of money, I could be convinced. Adam only accepts sponsorship from products he supports. Uh, uh, yeah. These yeah. vibrators will send you upside down. <laughs> and I've never put these inside my body, but damn, do they do give a good back massage. <laughs> well, not to not to toot my own <laughs> horn, but uh, there's a woman that I've been having sex with, and uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> I uh, I know. I love how everybody laughed when <laughs> <laughs> you said that. The way you said it. It's not often that I say it out loud. Um. No, but I, I tried to like I I don't know if, if, if this would work, but I was there's a local chain of porn stores and I was like, maybe we could convince them to like sponsor us on Metal Hand of God in exchange for product uh like reviews of like vibrators and stuff. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, would you be up for it? And she was like, Free vibrators? Sure. Like, <laughs> she listens, she'll and she'll enjoy this. Um, hey. I mean look. 
no one's going to turn down. Look, if you offered me a machine that would make me pancakes, I'm not going to turn down this machine that would make me pancakes. Called a pancake maker. You know what? It exists. <laughs> You're my pancake maker, Travis. I would. I would actually far prefer the pancake maker as a because I can. I could definitely get into that. I'm into that. Um, however, because of Stranger Things, you know, not pancakes. We're talking about frozen Eggo waffles. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so uh, back to what we were saying. Um, so this this house, like, I don't see how this house could not be. Like, it, it's got. It, it feels like it's going to have the the push behind it as far as the budget goes. And mm-hmm. it's it's easily like it's got to be regardless of what else gets announced. Like this has got to be the biggest property they're going to land this year. Like how I don't understand how this could not be their number one focal point. Well, just because it's their biggest property, I don't think that necessarily makes it the largest house as far as the most scenes in it. I think they're going to give the most scenes to the property that's actually can utilize those scenes the best. Yeah, um, we still don't. No, like, we still don't like know. Shining felt like a huge maze, and that wasn't that was a soundstage house, but that wasn't the mega house. Yeah. So. Did they build the ho- like the hotel for for the Shining? Like, what was what was? Yeah. The, yeah. So the Shining, you actually walked in hedge and, maze too. Yeah, they they have like the hedge maze that you walked into, and then you walked into the hotel. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was Watch that? Adam, I mean, you're gonna go this year, and you're gonna. Fall in love with the shit, and you like, I, I okay. That's I not guaranteed. The whole time. That's not guaranteed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying if you do. Yeah, okay. Because like Hunter's like, yeah, you know, Adam's going. I'm like, no, nah, I don't. I, we haven't. That's not. That's not like we. Maybe it's it's a possibility. People are trying to make me go, and I don't. You know. Could I give you like some liquid courage or something? How how could we entice you to go? Are you gonna give me drugs? That's. T- it's drugs. Now it's a drink. Liquid uh, drugs. You don't, you don't drink though, do you? Uh, no. Actually, the last episode of not. Well, when I say this show, I mean M Hog. Uh, I, I actually had a uh, a beer for. I thought it was the first time in eighteen years, but I had forgotten when I was in Tennessee. I was forced to drink a Budweiser by actually the same <laughs> by the same person who who was trying to force me to go to to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, this year, and uh, I I drank like an inch of it, like maybe. Uh, I know that's not how you measure beer, but you know I'm not Wait, a beer this person. time or last time. Uh, in Tennessee, like I drank. Uh, I, I how had much did you I, drink this time. I had a sip. Oh, I it wasn't. Is. It was actually better than the Budweiser. It was. It's a craft beer from mm. some people called Gnarly Barley, and it was like a peanut butter chocolate. Porter. What the oh fuck? My God. Well, <laughs> look, I'm pe- a beer guy and I'm a peanut butter guy, but that sounds awful. People, <laughs> people that drink beer like it. I, I don't. Well, you porters are porters are like a niche thing, anyways. Like, I don't know if I even like por- those are the ones that are more like coffee style. It right? definitely, yeah, it definitely has a hint of coffee to it. Um, it wasn't disgusting, but it was just like uh, I was promised this was more like like sort of a you know sugary whatever, and this is yeah. definitely more beer than anything else. And it's just like I, I was like, it, no, no, I <laughs> I have more tolerance than that. I'm I when I do drink, it's whiskey. Yeah, mm. Adam, you strike me as a as a martini kind of guy. 
Cosmo just sitting there getting all stirred. Like a good apple martini with your pinky up. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Are you challenging me to a man off? <laughs> I mean, I'll challenge you to a martini. Are you off. stepping not, to not. dick brother number one to see who's more of a man? I'm just imagining that that scene from The Lion King with Adam and Kenny's faces juxtaposed over Scar and Mufasa. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm definitely Scar. Um, Long live the king. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, if you want to do this, Kenny, like, I'll be in fucking Florida in October. Like, we can we can handle I mean, that so shit. so will I. We can make I think this Kenny's happen. more of a Nala anyways. I don't, I don't, I, first of all, I agree with Travis. Secondly, <laughs> I don't want to have to embarrass you in front of your child. You know, Ooh. a man. Oh, he's tagging along for the martini competition. You don't oh. want to get martini slapped. I'm just saying. Kid. I'm just saying a boy shouldn't have to see his father cry. <laughs> <laughs> Local Louisiana man sedated in the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think what you guys should do is go hurricane for hurricane, though. Hell yeah. I've never Pat, had one of those. Pat O'Brien's. Go to Pat Dude. O'Brien's. What we're going to do, Travis, we're going to get to the top of the parking garage, right? And we are going to tie them down like dinosaurs <laughs> in Jurassic Park The Lost World and shower <laughs> them in cans of Four Loco until the, <laughs> no, they I have to I'm wander sure. from the parking lot all the way up to Universal Studios, and the first one there is the uh, the, the champion. No, I say they get they drink like five hurricanes, then we get those big blow up dinosaur suits, and they have to walk through City Walk and whoever can get their car first. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I mean, kind of weird drive, shit are y'all into? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> talking. I'm talking about like chopping the wood and boxing. Y'all are like, yeah, let's tie them up and cover them in shit. <laughs> That this is going to be uh, this is going to be the first Florida man story not involving an actual Florida man. <laughs> exactly. A gentleman from Illinois and Louisiana this afternoon. <laughs> Illinois. We're spontaneously found in dinosaur inflatable costumes, half inflated. Anyways, what were you talking about Stranger Things? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, topic as usual. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I'm well, lost. Anyway, well, I, lost the, I, I think the lumberjack uh, competition. If, yeah, you ha- you definitely would. Uh, if you, I, I think, uh, I think Stranger Things. I think that's cool. I, I think it's. I don't. It's not as big as The Walking Dead. It just isn't. But, um, but definitely, I think it has more appeal for for doing something creative. I think there's just more to explore there and. And like Travis said, like we're we're knee deep in like I love the eighties at this point, mm-hmm. you know, for the better or the mm-hmm. worse. And and there's you know, you can you can do a room that's dedicated to fucking John Hughes or whatever, and then you can do a room that's dedicated to the Ghostbusters and you know, like you so it's it, it definitely opens it up for, for creative people more than than a simple do- zombie story or you know to me. To me, this house screams like there. It's just going to be like, I don't know, because they haven't said anything about being able to use the characters, and we know how that went, went with The Walking Dead and never used mm-hmm. any of the characters in The Walking Dead houses. So, I still think even if they didn't use the characters, it could still be a pretty cool house. I think they yeah. have to. I think they have to make it a beautiful house and knock the scenes out and make them look like you're right in there, which they usually are good at doing. But I feel like this is going to be like under a super crazy microscope. Because, you know what I mean? There's such super fans for the show. 
and they're going to be, you know, if one little thing's off, they're probably going to, you know. What if, what be, if well, they we kind of, we kind of know the characters are going to utilize, right? We know they're going to use the sheriff character. We know they're going to use Winona Ryder's character. You'll probably see Eleven, but I'd be surprised if you saw her face on. I imagine we might see her from the back, like taping on one of the Demogorgons or something like that. What if right. um, what if they don't use Eleven, but they just get a a, a girl who's experiencing chemo to just walk oh. around? <laughs> Jesus, had to, go, had to go there. Jesus. Uh, um. Yeah, I don't. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out a transition from that, but <laughs> being that poor Make a Wish child, they're like, "You're not going to Disney World. We're putting you in the haunted house." <laughs> So you're thinking you're thinking that if they show the characters, they're probably not going to show their faces. Maybe they'll be like, I think they'll know, show in a certain way. But the kid characters are way too. It's going to be. It would be odd. Yeah, to, the kid characters are too hard to pull off. And while the actors aren't going to look exactly like the adults did in the show, they can right. infinitely closer to that than they can the kids. And like they to just, be honest, they've done really well with the casting in American Horror Story. I have no doubt that they're going to be able to find someone that looks like Winona Ryder and and the other characters. I feel like they could just use. I feel like they could just use the the mom from The Shining because they kind of look. You could a just use similar. scare actors, right? Yeah, I feel like they look similar enough. Look, I'll 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 put this down right now. I will 100 percent go to Halloween Horror Nights if. At the end of this house, they have just a scene of Winona Ryder making the faces she made at the Oscars. <laughs> That's actually That's the scariest so, part. Adam, you don't know this, but up where the, the stage is, where the concerts are performed, they have two big screens that run all night. And they're actually just going to hire Winona Ryder to make faces in the camera on those big screens. Oh, man. Eight hours a night for the entirety of the event. The While only- you wait in the queue. <laughs> exactly. The only problem with that is I'd probably get arrested for taking my pants off. <laughs> now, the other thing I was going to say is they talk about this being a house, but I mean, do you think that there's a possibility for it to be elsewhere in the park as well as like a scare zone or maybe, you know how they did with the walking dead? I know that was like a whole, I, whole event was based I, around the walking dead, but there's a scare zone that is reminiscent of altars of horror this year. That's going to be another selfie zone and the Demogorgon and, and maybe the sheriff character is going to be wandering around. Yeah. Maybe Winona Ryder's character. She'll just scream at you. Where's my son? All night long. <laughs> mm. I don't know if they, uh, if they could pull a Demogorgon walking around. That's, I think pretty big. I, well, that'll, that'll just unless be it was just Adam. Like a, it'll just be Adam with his pants unless off. Unless it just stayed in one around. spot. He's the altar of heart. do it as an animatronic. Adam is the altar of horror. I imagine he'll be like, uh, there will be a lot of effects utilized in here. I definitely think they're going to utilize puppets. They're going to use traditional scare actors. But this house, more than anything, is going to be all about the atmosphere, right? So yeah. I I tweeted out earlier that I understand the argument about Stranger Things not really being scary and not fitting Halloween Horror Nights. But right. the fact of the matter is, the first year of American Horror Story wasn't very scary at all. In my opinion, it was more about putting you in that environment and having you interact with those characters that are really cool. Right. And that's what people want to see for stranger things. The people that are going to the park for stranger things, it might be their first time going. And I think that's the big appeal of stranger things. It's going to bring in a whole new demographic to Halloween horror nights. Like walking dead did walking dead did like American horror story did. Right. So 
the house doesn't necessarily have to be scary. You'll have other stuff like, I don't know, for every The Shining, which is very thematically focused, you'll have something like Scarecrow that is set out to just terrorize you. So you're going to have opportunities, but I'm expecting this to be a big house this year and one they're definitely putting a huge chunk of the budget behind and they know it's going to pay off. So yeah, yeah. big question for, for people who probably won't, but might go, <laughs> well, you have to have the express pass asking for get- a friend. Yes. Yes. If you're only going to go one night. Uh, yes. Definitely. Well, I mean, for, for like it. this house, like, is it going to be that packed that it might not even, Dude, it's, oh, it's yeah, going to yeah. be, it's going to be the worst. It's going to be awful. Probably. The only way you're going to be able to see this house without an express pass and without waiting three hours is definitely going to be to do stay in scream. Stay in scream. Yeah. yeah if they even offer it for this house. I, I think they will considering they had it for American horror story and they had it for the shining. I don't see stranger things being more popular than that. They're going to want to get as many people through that line as possible. Right. But it's if you be- remember, if you remember last year, remember for like the, I think it was like the first half of the event. They had that hello kitty, um, section and then they took it out and moved it for some reason um yeah yeah it was weird but they'll figure out the adjustments and stuff i i definitely think that mardi gras running every single night this year is helping them kind of figure out crowd flow and how things are going to operate mm-hmm. now to the extent of that i don't know but i think there was a very deliberate planning behind that so here's the question that I've seen. I think Kaisman actually brought this up on Twitter. Do you guys think that we're not going to see annual passes this year? Which would explain the sudden <laughs> I wouldn't get one offer that they've uh, put I, for the one day sh- tickets. I sure hope not, dude. That would be devastating. <laughs> That's what I, I asked afford, you guys. I can't like, afford to fucking pay for a ticket every time I want to go. And obviously I'm going to try to go more than two times. Mm-hmm. As soon as soon as I saw that thing, that that announcement with the the BOGO tickets, I I I posed that question to you guys right away. Like I could totally see that um, going by by partially because uh, it could be a money making move, but also got to remember like they're they they I don't know if they're actively trying to find ways to keep crowds down, but that would certainly be one way to. Do it, but that's kind of like the I argument. Know. I don't know. If that that's, that's like that's the argument that uh, like Disney's trying to price people out. It's kind of a bullshit argument. So I don't think that really works. Plus, I've seen other people discussing the same thing on on Twitter, and I've straight up seen some people say like, "Look, if they get rid of the frequent fear pass, yeah, there'd be a, there'd be a ba- huge well, backlash if they did that." Well, it makes sense when when people say like if you get rid of frequent fear you're gonna lose my twelve hundred dollars in my hotel stay that I was gonna spend so hmm. I think it's a bad move if they do get rid of frequent fear. The thing yeah. that I, I know I know most people probably wouldn't like this, but my thing would be is have your frequent fear passes or whatnot each tier or whatever, and then only sell a certain amount and then have a date where you cut it off where you can't people can't buy them anymore. You know what I mean? That would probably help a little bit with the crowds. It's like first come, first serve. You know, you snooze, you lose with that type of stuff. You know, I don't know if that well, would work. But isn't that what the uh, what's that early on pass called? Uh, the uh, Russia fear. 
Rush of Fear. Isn't I mean, isn't that kind of the idea for that? Mm. Like, not really. Rush of meant, Fear wasn't as, that the theme of twenty seventeen? What's that? <laughs> Sorry, lame political joke. Go on. No, I didn't hear you. It cut I, out. That's I, why I said, what'd you say? I, I said Russia fear. Wasn't that the theme of 2017? Oh, <laughs> an all new Trump house coming. Um, oh, Jesus, that's the American horror story. Cold house that we're getting, right? Yeah, seriously. But no, I just meant like, that's just, that's just the event date that you can use that ticket from. I just meant, say you, you start selling tickets on whatever date that you start selling them and then only be able to buy, say a, a a frequent fear or frequent fear plus only have it open for a certain time because you can buy those tickets throughout the whole horror nights event. I'm saying having only a, a, a small space of time, maybe like a month that you can buy your tickets. And then if you don't get them by that time, then you just can't buy that pass anymore. You know what I mean? You can still buy individual tickets throughout the event. It's just the, the, you know, annual, Seasonal passes or whatever. I, I think it, it's hard. It's hard for me to believe that Universal would ever just say, "Yeah, you know what? We will leave all that money on the table. Let's just put an end date on the sale yeah, of these shooting things." Shooting yourself in the foot if they did that. I don't. Right. I don't. That's I don't why I was saying. Happen. I don't. I don't think Universal is actively trying to keep the crowds down because why would they? <laughs> it's just yeah. more fucking um, money in their pocket. Well, they don't give a it, fuck if we're waiting four hours in lines. It depends right. on stuff they could do. It depends on a variety of factors, though. I mean, like having higher crowds does mean more risk, more, you know, more possibility of trouble, like, uh, you know, more unhappy customers. Like, and at the mm. end of the day, the the biggest problem with theme parks right now, or at least in the Orlando area, is there are no off seasons anymore. They're constantly mm-hmm. busy, so they can keep jacking up prices. They can, they can make little twists. They can, you know, here and there that that piss people off because they know like a we're still going to make uh, our money this year we're not going to you know you know we're not going to be facing destitution and b yeah. you know yeah. people aren't really anywhere near the point where they're going to start boycotting one way or the other so i think you know if they have enough like with something like halloween horror nights if they have enough big properties and you know stranger things is something people have been talking about since that show came out this might be a year where they they take some risks and go like, hey, let's see how far we can push him here and there. They need to do the they need to do the two part thing is what they need to do. <laughs> I don't know why they keep playing. Sorry, Hunter, you sending me your intros no. and shit. No, that that wasn't me. Um, Maybe you're living in a Halloween horror night. However, the I think one of the things is Adam, you you brought it up directly is how far can you push arguably your most loyal fan base before it really breeds hostility and negativity towards the park. So for instance, I was listening to Disney dish um, with Lynn Testa and Jim Hill. And apparently a survey was going out in California that said that due to the crowds that they're expecting for star Wars galaxy's edge, Mm -hmm. everyone that's an annual pass holder, except for the highest tier of pass holders is blocked out of galaxy's edge for a year. That's a section Dude. of the theme park you could not access. Dude. While you can access the rest of the park, you have to pay for the premium or the platinum or whatever it's considered over there to gain access, or you have to buy a one-day ticket to see Star Wars Land, basically. Dude, Disneyland is playing with fire, putting that no, fucking Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. Like, why no. they didn't go to a third gate for this and Marvel, they, is they can't. it blows my mind. They don't have space they, for they, it. They literally yeah. landlocked. I mean, I understand that, but like, 
You don't think Disney could make some moves like Universal's doing in Orlando and purchase up some of the shit the, around the, Disneyland? No, no the dude, property it's is too valuable. <laughs> no, it. You haven't it, been out there, have you? No, yeah. not at the Disneyland. No. Yeah, it's a whole different monster, dude. It's nothing like Walt Disney World. Well, it's literally almost in the middle of a residential area, to be honest. Uh, yeah, put, put it's, it's more comparable to like SeaWorld or something here, except right. even okay. closer. Makes put it, sense. Put it to you this uh, way, but to your point, Hunter. Though to your point, like, dude, they like they are they are absolutely pushing their boundaries as far. Like they are risking this whole backlash against them with the with the public because their their massive annual pass base out there is now. Not only mm-hmm. did they just face that gigantic price increase uh, a month or two ago, There's but no more flex pay option. Yeah, and you're blocked. You. You're blocked out of our biggest attraction we've ever built. You're blocked out. Well, which is the whole reason they're building the Marvel Park. You know that, right? Or the Marvel section. Hey, you're blocked out of Galaxy's Edge, but guess what? We have a whole Marvel section you can go check out. Well, here's the that's that's the issue. You know, like one of Disney's biggest backlashes was a couple of weeks ago when they uh, when they announced the the charging <laughs> for parking per day, like adding literally like a hundred bucks minimum to like uh, anyone who's staying in, you know, on property for a week. Yeah. Um, And they, they do things like that and they keep increasing prices. And the thing is they know right now they are a hundred percent safe for the next few years because there's no chance of the backlash being big enough to cripple them when star Wars comes out. It's, it's, it's gonna, it's no matter what, people are going to show up for that in what is it a year so they can right now they can do whatever they want and there's not going to be enough of a backlash to really hurt their their sales for the year yeah and the the same thing goes for halloween horror nights i know that's what that's what got us on that conversation in the first place but it's true every year people uh people complain about crowds and how long the lines are and Every year they set attendance records. It, it it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. They raise prices. More people show up. People complain. Yet they just continue to throw their money at them and show up the next year. So, it there. I don't know where the tipping point is, but um, well, there may not be I, one because here's the other thing to consider: for the people who have money, sometimes like part of their issue is going to be like some of the riffraff that's there. So like, there's plenty of people who have money. Would be like, yeah, I'll spend an extra thousand to, you know, have like elite, you know, to go stay in Spaceship Earth, not, not, what was it, uh, Tomorrowland, you know, and have a cabana or whatever, you know, and just just be away from from little people and you know that kind of shit. And I'm not trying to like be elite, you know, like talk about like uh, us versus them kind of shit. I'm just saying, like, as long as there are people with who can afford those vacations, like. I guarantee you there will be people who would rather spend the extra money, you know, to to have a nicer vacation. And, you know, and like if people like me who just like used to go for like three days for, you know, spend three hundred dollars. Those are the people that are going to go out. Hmm. Sure. When, when it comes to just to kind of bring it all back around, because I think we're we're getting towards the end of this Halloween Horror Nights discussion. But every time we went, we probably went 15 or 16 nights last year. And every single time we went, 
Angel or I or uh, the people we were with, usually all of us were either doing stay and scream or we were staying for dinner. And we spent, even in the case of just buying like a drink or something like that, you know, that's $15, $10, whatever. A meal's $15. And that's continuous income that they're receiving from the people that are going. Yes, they're taking up additional space, but I would wager most of the people that are going every single night of the event or two, three times a week are spending additional money every single time they're in the park. Do you think that difference is noticeable enough for Universal to be like, hey, you know, these people are important for the day-to-day operation of the event, and it's just as important that we keep our annual pass holders in the same way they do in just normal operation for the parks themselves? I'll tell you exactly why that's not an issue, and it's because people that have frequent fear locals Uh, Or uh, I'll extend it to people like myself from last year who are there visiting and they're there multiple nights and they bought a frequent fear because they know they're going to be there three, four, five nights. Uh, Those people aren't the ones that are making up these long lines. I mean, I understand if you're in line, you're a part of the line, you're you're part of the problem. But uh, people like yourself, Hunter, who were there 15 nights of, of the week, you weren't spending all night in line. You were watching shows you you would maybe do you you smartly would do a couple houses early stay and scream but then you're just kind of doing drinks and maybe checking out uh scare zones whatnot so you're you're there you're you're uh participating in the event but you as the frequent fear pass holder you're not in the lines in the heart of the night right in the middle of the night every night those gigantic lines that's just the general public that's showing up It's not frequent fear pass people, because if you're going the extra mile to buy a frequent fear pass, you probably know better and you're planning it out to where you're not in those lines. You're planning to be there for stay and scream or you're planning to take your break with Bill and Ted. You know, you're going to. Yeah. You know, you're going to be there a couple other nights. And so you don't fuck with those lines in the middle of the night. So these lines aren't going to go away if you eliminate frequent fear pass. They're just not. That's not the problem here. So I don't think getting rid of that's the answer. It's a, it's a, it's a point of discussion and I, I don't think that's going to have any sort of advantage over the crowd because I imagine most of your guests to Halloween horror nights are people that are visiting from all over or all over the state of Florida, Georgia, wherever. And they are not there multiple nights. We, we have friends that we all know personally that come from the United Kingdom to be there for a week during the event. People like myself and Travis that are there 15, 20 nights of the event are um, a much smaller base, I would say. Yes, you have a lot of that going out to the bloggers and the vloggers and the podcasters and that sort of thing. But that's overall, what, 1% of the total events turnout? Yeah, they definitely obviously sell a lot more at the gate or, you know, pre-sell, but they're not, yeah, they're they're one or two day. They're going to be going there one or two nights, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have a question. Sure. Do y'all think there'll be a house based around Last Jedi? Because that was a horror. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, oh. if there was, the line would be long enough you could finish your apple martini before you got to the house. <laughs> dude i can't uh, wait to have a martini drinking contest with you i can't wait 
Where are we going to go to like TGI Fridays or something? Yeah, he ain't going to be doing that at the park. That's just going to get expensive fast. I'm going to have to save up some money. I want to get some Quaalude so I can really fuck up Kenny. I'll do hurricanes. Those those hurricanes are fun. They there put people in bushes. I've seen we, it. We can do dinner if you guys turn up this time. Turn oh, wait. I, I, I mean, are we sure or are y'all going to go eat hot dogs? <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> oh, for, for those of you just tuning in, or those of you who've never listened to Grooming Grim Grinning hosts, we uh, had a meetup actually, uh, uh, just past a year ago. Yeah, that picture just popped up. Facebook yeah. memories. It was mid 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 March 2017, <laughs> and uh, we were all supposed to go to dinner and uh, saw the All American Rejects. And uh, half half of the podcast uh, was like, "Yeah, we're eating hot dog Hall of Fame right now." <laughs> so, which is a shit hot hot dog place. It's absolutely fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I just wanted to throw this out there since I have a platform for all my theme park ramblings for a few minutes longer. I wrote Jimmy Fallon again for the second time ever, gentlemen. Oh no! How do you take it? It fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> I went in there. So why don't you ride it again if you knew? Because I was I was with my roommate and with Angel, and Angel had never done it, and I was like, you know what? Wait, it's been a little bit. Wait, it's hold on. No, did ahead. you just call her your roommate? What the fuck? No, no, no. no with my, my roommate. roommate and. Yeah. Oh, you. I didn't know y'all had an additional person in that. that okay. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Besides the two cats, um, and the Kylo Ren, that's uh, about three quarters scale. Anyway, so three pussies. Man. <laughs> so it had been about a year since I rode Jimmy Fallon. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I went in too cynical. Maybe I went in and I was just like, oh, I want to hate this, so I'm going to hate it. You're pissed off because you can never get in before. Yeah, I, I went in with no expectations this time. Just like, okay, let's ride this ride. And the ride is the most like egocentric hunk of junk that has ever been put into a theme park, in my opinion. Oh, I agree Very with that. Very polite of you. I agree with that, Very definitely. Polite. I like that but ride, isn't his, but... Isn't his show in general like that? I I don't know. I, I see some clips come through that I think are funny. Is he's the one that interviews like randoms people on the streets and ask them like, questions? I don't know. I don't really watch the show either, but I felt like his show has always been like that. Just a bunch of skits with him in them. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's a little different when you go to a theme park and you. It's just it, it's definitely the most narcissistic attraction I've ever. What seen. do you expect? It's called Race to New York with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of says it right there in the name. Yeah, I understand, but just because it's him. called Muppet Vision 3D doesn't mean Kermit's like in every single scene. Actually, that's that's not the issue. It would be more like if Kermit played all the other Muppets in the fucking <laughs> Muppet Vision 3D. That's right. that's the issue. Like, and I think the biggest problem with that ride comes down to all the little Jimmy Fallon in jokes. It's like, okay, I don't give a shit about whatever this little girl that says ooh is. I don't know what that is. I don't know who the fuck hashtag the panda is. I know that's supposed to be fun. But not that big so a percentage what, of the people who are at this theme park watch your fucking show. So, yeah. so what do you think Craig's smoking then? Because he said that's one of his favorite rides. Craig's favorite. Everything that Craig does is his favorite. I don't know if Craig. <laughs> Brian Craig Lucas loves everything. There should that, that needs to be the next Diz After Dark Network like show. Wait, his real name is Brian? It's BCL19. 
52 or something. I don't know. I, th- I think his first name's Brian. I could be wrong. Bradrick. Brendan. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going with Brian Craig Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Craig Lucas sounds like your high school friend that's out selling weed behind the <laughs> Target parking lot now. Brian Cranston at first. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. He's selling meth, which wouldn't surprise me. If Craig um, Lucas pulls off his mask and he's he's the fucking dude from uh from Eisenberg. Breaking Bad, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's the greatest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> I'm Craig. I'm here to sell you some myth. Um, what were you saying, Travis? No, I was saying, what were you getting at with this? You just wanted to say that Jimmy Fallon sucked? Or yeah, were you I just wanted to something? say for anyone that was hoping for an update, which no one was. No, <laughs> no, no one. To this. Um, we are getting an update. We're getting fast and furious. Oh, oh my God. God. That's going to suck shit, too. <sighs> Fast and the Furious, Universal. We, hey, hey, Kenny, Kenny, just to put this in perspective, we know more. I, I'm so upset. I'm like stuttering now, stammering. Um, <laughs> we know more about. We know more about Halloween Horror Nights this year than Fast and Furious, which is supposed to open in the next two months, supposedly. Two months. It's going to be amazing. Be open, like should be nah. should be two weeks. Yep. Yeah. What? What's going? Is that? For, for real, like they've been, there must be something. They must be running into the same like Kong problems because I've heard that they've been cycling those vehicles in there for some time now. Hey, you guys remember Fast and the Furious? You go zoom zoom in the little fast vehicles. What if you didn't do that? What if you had <laughs> a big ass bus? That's what <laughs> big ass tram. You you like trams? You like big ass buses? You like Vin Diesel in high definition with no three D okay, boards? I gotta ride. You. Here's the problem. Y'all don't y'all don't appreciate the beauty of the Fast and Furious franchise. And in the Fast and Furious, any ride, any ride can be added with NOS and fucking be fast. Okay, so you I just think, hold on to I your think nutsack. Sell those shitty NOS energy drinks. It's definitely hold gonna on. have to do that, right? Hold on. I think you guys are all thinking I'm actually joking here. I'm fucking pumped for this ride. Why? Like that, I look. I love Fast and Furious. I love Fast and Furious. Nobody loves Fast and Furious more than me. But you know, we'll see as to whether or not this is a good ride. Look, I'm I'm down for it. I look. I I am the Vin Diesel of New Orleans. I don't have friends. I got family. (laughs) You know, Twitter bio. How is that not your Twitter bio? That's amazing. What I'm the of the Vin Diesel. The Vin Diesel of. There's a, a very old quote from this show where an English friend of mine or apparently referred to me as the Dr. Doom of New Orleans, and I'm thinking about getting that made into a T-shirt. <laughs> amazing. Simply amazing. I, look, I'm pretty sure the ride's going to suck, but I'm really banking on that it's going to be so bad. That it's that it's a good time. What if they, like the movies? So bad that it's good. What if they what Jimmy? Like the movies? What if there's they, not such a thing as a theme park attraction? What if they Jimmy found it? What if what if they just like superimpose the Rock's face on top of every character but him? <laughs> Isn't that every Rock production currently? Uh, <laughs> I wish. Can you imagine turning the corner and you hear Vin Diesel's voice and you're like, oh hell yeah! And then it's Kevin Hart. <laughs> Did you guys see Jumanji? Yes, we did. Fun movie. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I liked it. Good times. Oh, also, while we're talking movies, I just saw Coco. 
why why is this not being put into the Mexico Pavilion like right now? Uh, well, that's the rumor. I heard that you had time. Is. Do what? Hmm. What do you okay. say, Adam? I heard that it was as well. Yeah, it's supposed to be taking over the Grand Fiesta tour, but I don't know. Disney's really weird about never we we this was a discussion topic on one of the shows if you guys remember but disney is awful about capitalizing on anything that's successful of theirs as far as their animated pictures pixar or disney mm-hmm. well you spoke of the uh disney dish podcast earlier so i'll throw back to something i heard on there as well where they were talking about black panther and the success it's seeing and now i guess they're trying to fast track a ride before the, the sequel in a couple of years uh in hollywood maybe it ain't going to happen. No, it's not going to happen no. in Walt Disney World. Epcot. There's Epcot, no chance. Because, no, but Hunter, did you, listen to that? did you listen to that episode, Hunter? Yeah, supposedly it's going to be like a Star Tour style attraction. Um, well, what's the, uh, what's there's the like over Wakanda building they were talking about putting it in that's not being that, used? How does that even fit? The Odyssey? Or not the Odyssey. Um, the... I think it was I think it was the Body Wars building. It's the uh, where they were talking about theming Wonders it to of Life the, Pavilion. Yeah, the Wonders yeah. of Life Pavilion, like theming it to the science of Wakanda with Shuri and everything like that. Yeah, and then make it over Wakanda, utilizing it was, the it was Star essentially it was essentially over Wakanda. Get, get the <laughs> like, uh, the Avatar treatment where it's going to be themed to Wakanda with no characters in it. Mm. Uh, it look, like Flight of Passage, but. I don't think so. I don't think they can use Black Panther in any capacity. No, they they can't. There's there's I mean, unless there's some weird twist, there's no chance that they have access to Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther is too intrinsically tied to the Fantastic Four. No, universe. It's it's not Fantastic Four. It's it's Avengers. Look, Fantastic Four, Black Panther. They got a history. That's what I'm saying. You're like like six issues in in like the 2000s no uh no it's it's he's he's an avengers character there's uh, if if they have if they had any access to like i don't know i mean nobody's seen this contract but i've i somebody i think it was nick branch showed me some website said that they had access to the contract but they were making all kinds of weird claims you know uh i'm trying to think of what character they said disney owns the right to uh, I can't. I don't know, but they they definitely don't like this. Uh, but Black Panthers is an Avengers character. If if they own the uh, the Avengers, like as far as if Universal owns the Avengers, as far as uh their contract, Disney can't use them. No, that's that that's literally what they were talking about. Like, they, just because they can't use him himself doesn't mean they weren't thinking about trying to use Wakanda. <laughs> like, that's, don't get me wrong, I think it's a horrible idea. That's but not going to happen. Stupid. You can't. We, you can't separate. You can't say, "Well, okay, well, Wakanda doesn't count because." But yeah, I, that that's asking for a lawsuit. Disney wouldn't risk that. I feel like well, it's all. It it's, comes in a package. It's like a package deal. You yeah. can't just take one character out and be able to I mean, use this, it. This all just th- this came up because Hunter mentioned Disney being bad about capitalizing on current successful movie franchises, and this is an instance where. They're trying to make a move, or at least allegedly they're trying to make a move on something, but it looks well, like they're going to fuck the, it up if they do. The issue, I think, with Disney, and this has been discussed endlessly by different podcasts, is that 
Disney has too many cooks in the kitchen. Universal can get shit out the gate quickly because they have a much simpler process for, for making and approving things. Whereas Disney, like, we didn't get a single uh, Guardians attraction until right before the second movie. And by then, a lot of the hype around it had already passed, you know. And and we're not we're not even yet ready for the for the Epcot one that they're going to put out. So, you know, I mean, I'm assuming that one will be out closer to when like the third volume comes out. So, you know, I mean, it comes down to even if Disney wants to put out something, it just takes forever for people to approve shit and and you know, much less get it made. Aren't they saying like 2020 or 2021 for that Guardians ride? I think it's 2020. Yeah, by the, I'm by hyped end, for that, dude. That's going to be sick. That'll that'll be about the time that uh, Guardians Volume Three comes out. Yeah, I think yeah, that's they might be for 2021. They're probably timing it so it opens around the same time. It would make sense. It's a pretty cool little. Uh, Roller coaster system that's going out for Guardians of the Galaxy, though. Did you guys see like what they're speculating the ride vehicles are actually going to be like? Like kind of like Ring Gods, right? Um, much smaller and compact, like four person carts. But it's going to be like where you can turn and stuff, right? To look at scenes and stuff yeah. Like that. And the the actual cart of it is like designed to hide the ride track. Hmm. So it's going to be like I don't know. To me, it sounds like they're almost aiming for Space Mountain 2.0 with this. Mm. So you think it's going to be all pretty much in the dark? Then? I it's going to be dark with lit show scenes. Like I really think Disney's going to go all out for it. I'm really excited to see what they do you with got it. The space for it? That's a huge building. After years of not building like e-ticket attractions, like what was their last major e-ticket besides Flight of Passage, Expedition Everest? Probably mm. Soren. Uh, I think Expedition. No, Expedition Everest was after Soren. Yeah. Unless you're counting sure. the newer sure one. Sure about that? Unless you're counting the newer one. Seven Doors Mine Train is considered a D-ticket attraction. Uh, Plus, even if so, I know Soren's before um, Expedition Everest just because Soren was just a carryover from California anyways. Well, So what case. you're saying, that's you're saying that Soren's older? Soren is older. Soren opened in 2005. Expedition Everest opened in 2006. Oh, only one year. So, yeah. I don't... I mean... You talking about one built from the ground up? Yep. Oh, so doesn't say obviously Frozen, but that's not built from the ground up. I would consider Frozen a D-ticket attraction. Really? Yeah. With the kind of weights that it gets... Well, weights aren't the main thing that decides that sort of thing. You know what? Unfortunately, I've ridden Frozen a couple times, and I like that attraction less every single time I ride it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really get it the feels hype around really it. Cheap. Yeah, for the old, most part, it's an old ass rickety it's system, a rickety ass building from like some park you would find elsewhere. Um, and then there's so much unthemed wall and scaffolding and just rails and it's just right. a nasty looking attraction, unfortunately. And you can definitely tell they rushed. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um where where were you going with that with the whole Well the what what I'm saying is I'm excited for Walt Disney World because they are right. building e ticket attractions. We have Tron, which is considered an e ticket. We have Guardians of the Galaxy, which awesome. is considered an e ticket. You have the 
um, Star Wars attractions, which are both considered yeah. E-tickets. It's like all Star Wars land, Toy Story. Then, what's the other, the rumor that's still kind of circulating around for Animal Kingdom, even though I don't buy it, is still indie. <laughs> indie. Um, Where would they put that? And why would you put? Why would dinosaur. you put that in the same? Oh, you're talking about ripping out dinosaur and putting Indy in there? I'm uh, all for like, it. Were, were you here? Be... Uh, probably. It was back in Dude, September. I got a, I got a that was when Adam rejoined us, and we were talking about how um, they want to retheme it to Brazil. Come to at, Brazil. Come to anim- Brazil. At Animal Kingdom. <laughs> At Animal Kingdom. Well, yes, Brazil would work at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, but it's not country. Well, I guess it is countries. Um, yeah, but where would they put that? You're talking about that the whole, whole dino land. But I'm going to let that one slide. What? <laughs> what did you say? I am. Go ahead. I, I am magical. All for this. First of all, hot Brazilian women everywhere in animal kingdom up the park like lower the hours to like 10 p.m at night when shit gets really fucked up and crazy and everyone's been drinking then hook up the indie like it's been too long they can update it oh my god i'll never leave (laughs) come to brazil there's already a bunch of fucking brazilians there what are you talking about (laughs) don't need to put brazil there there's already it's already pretty much there Fucking just God a, damn it, Travis! <laughs> like, why are you trying to fuck with my my buzz here? I'm I'm just I'm imagining the wonderful world of Brazilian booty and Indiana Jones, and you're just gonna be like, oh, there's already Brazilians there. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about drunk dudes, okay? I'm talking about beautiful, well, busty, about big booty Brazilian women. That's what I'm talking. They're about. They're all over the place. You don't I go to think, Disney enough. I think Adam's actually I drunk don't. on peanut butter beer right now. <laughs> right? I was going to say, did you it's drink the rest of that beer? Like, uh, it's been sitting in the fridge. Well, It's not even like good peanut butter beer. It's just a he opened up a can of Jif. Why don't you take a quick, a quick trip down to New Orleans, okay? And I'll introduce you to this brewery. Do you have a place to stay? I got a sofa. It's called the Martini House. I'm just imagining Adam's drink of this beer is like, you know when you leave peanut butter in the cupboard for too long and you get that little puddle of juice on top? No, that sounds gross. I wonder what that would taste like. Oh, yeah. It's just peanut. It's just Peter Pan and Budweiser is all it is. Why don't you be a man and come down here and like fucking find out for yourself? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the worst threat i've ever heard in my life I'm, I'm, I'm just saying like why don't you man up why don't you just fucking you know keep it real come on so one last topic I no 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 hold up no 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 <laughs> challenge has been issued the gauntlet is on the floor he has been slapped in the face with my glove yeah. He's got to smell the I glove now. I accept your challenge. I'll come drink uh, your shitty peanut butter beer. All right. I'll, I'll get right on it. Let's do this. I'm imagining you two like battling on the top of the waterfall like in Black Panther. Drink the shitty beer. <laughs> Don't call their beer shitty. No I'm spoilers, trying to, I'm, bro. I haven't I, seen that movie. I'm trying, to get a, <laughs> I'm trying to get a show there, by the way. Thanks for calling. Get, repeatedly calling their beer shitty. Excuse me, Wakanda? Dolly Barley. Trying to get a show in Wakanda? Excuse me, Gnarly Barley. I just want to let you know that 
most of the members of the MHOG podcast are are fans of of what you do. As you, not us. Go listen to the last episode where we. I'm sure the brewery will love when you hang your your dildo sponsor banners up behind the stage. <laughs> it's vibrators, dude. From what you I know, understand, with a maximum capacity vibrator. <laughs> Some peanut butter beer, and boy, do I have a show for you. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Go on, Hunter. Charlie Barley, just so you guys know, no, we're not members of uh, Metal Hand of God, but we're cool with you guys. We have nothing against you. We actually quite like you. Anyways, so what's going on is, um, did did everybody here see Ready Player One? Yes. No. So Kenny did not. So Kenny, we're not going to dive into spoilers, because I'm sure you want to go see it at some point. It's not really a movie you can spoil, to be honest with you. It's a pretty... it's not that deep of a movie. It's it's a visual spectacle that has nothing to it. Um, hey, we'll put it mind. to you this way: Have, talk, have you talk about whatever you want? To talk have about, you ever but. seen w- Willy Wonka and the Chocolate? Or not? Which one? Which one? Yeah, Willy Wonka. Have you ever seen have that I one? Ever? What? Yes, of course I have. Okay, then you you've seen you've seen Ready Player One. Imagine that for ninety five minutes. Wait, which scene? I'm just fucking with you. Go on, Adam. <laughs> if if you've seen Willy Wonka, you've seen Ready Player One. Yeah. Okay. Except with way more video game stuff. So, guys, watching Ready Player One, the first challenge scene, the race through the city. You know, you got a DeLorean, you got the the T-Rex, you got King Kong. Jimmy Fallon. You got the bike from Akira. Exactly. Race through Jimmy Fallon's Ready Player One coming to a Universal Studios near you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on real, real quick. Was that supposed to be the bike from Akira? Because I thought so, but I was like, it's a little too small. It doesn't actually look like uh, no, Takeda's bike. bike from Akira. Okay, it, it does because it, it it sort of looks like it, but not really. But go on, so on. Some are modified. You'll notice like the DeLorean has the kit lights. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, what the? No, fuck? I didn't notice that. It's like a mashup. There's all sorts of funny stuff in there. Um, however, watching that first scene with the race and, you know, going upside down and the slow motion and everything like that, I was thinking, wow, this will make a heck of a theme park attraction, specifically that section, right? Um, utilizing the Spider-Man slash Transformers style system is Ready Player One, a property that you think could be adapted into a theme park setting pretty readily. And is that something you would be interested in seeing? Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't Could know you they have like problems walking system where you design your vehicle? Do you, you don't think that they would run into issues with so many different movies and stuff being there with IP? You know, I think I they would. As long, they would probably do. As long as they were in the movie, they would be fine for a ride. I, I would assume that that would well probably all be included, right? If you notice, most not all, but most of the things that they they brought in were were probably stuff that that universal or not universal what is it warner brothers already like batman was in it like i'm actually surprised they didn't have like more dc characters but uh yeah i, I think harley they would quinn. i think they would just oh yeah you're right the joker and the harley quinn were in it and they uh, never specifically name anything right like they well, don't ever say they back yeah the future in the I mean, it does, it does they, the Back to Future chime, the DeLoreans in it, but they they do says. they do name some of them. Really? Yeah, like I don't. I, the the few things that you can give away is some of the surprise characters in the the big battle scene that actually have an effect on the movie. 
but right. uh, but some of them they named directly. I they'd probably just use like I said properties that they already had. But uh, the problem is like if it was Universal, it would have to be CGI and or not CGI, but you know uh, uh, green screen, all that 3D. kind of stuff. Three D. There you go. Um, and people <laughs> would complain about that. Disney, well, they wouldn't have access to it because it's 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 a Warner Brothers property. Right. And the real appeal of Ready Player One is seeing all these properties from everything you recognize utilized in one film. And a lot of that comes from, you know, just Spielberg having worked with all these companies. There is Disney stuff in the movie, but it's very more subliminal than, say, the Universal slash Warner Brothers stuff they were able to get. Do you guys think that that felt like a Spielberg movie? No. Because I didn't really think it did. No, and in fact, the Red Letter Media guys made a good point. He probably only directed, like, two-thirds of that movie, like the live-action stuff. Like the live, yeah. He might have worked with the actors for, like, like, but, I mean, that was all voice acting for most of it. But, right. But, yeah, it, it doesn't feel like... It's actually... Part of the reason it doesn't feel like a Spielberg film is because it's not that competent a narrative. I think it's as competent as it could be, considering, like... Like I, 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 my subtitle for this movie is, "Hey, remember that? Now forget it." Like <laughs> it's, it's like every like quarter of a second, it's like, "Oh, here, here's a reference to something," and now you've forgotten it because they're just shoving so much shit on the screen. Like it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Like, like right. is it like okay, y'all are big Back to the Future fans, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis more so than me, but I'm familiar. Yeah. Okay, well. So, Travis, so you got a little thrill out of see the DeLorean, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. But does the DeLorean was- play any role in it other than it just cuz it doesn't fly? Like he actually has the 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 doors open like it's the 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 vehicle from Mask, which y'all are too young to remember. <laughs> but but like he it doesn't fly or anything like that. It doesn't travel back in time. The only there is mm-hmm. like a time travel element in it that that mentions Robert Zemeckis, but it doesn't relate to DeLorean. Yeah. Like, it's just there. And it's like everything in the movie that's a reference to something is so useless. And it, it like, and all it comes down to is like, hey, and I, I know that thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think what it really comes down to is the, the guy who wrote the book just loved the 80s and 90s and wanted to relive a childhood, which is cool. But when you're telling a movie that, or right. telling a story that's supposed to be set 20 years from now, like, wouldn't they, wouldn't they be like, even like, think about it, like big people like Nicki Minaj or whatever, whoever's popular right now. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> those people would be considered like oldies music by the time right. this happens. But yet somehow people really want to listen to like jump and, you know, Huey Lewis in the news or whatever. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> the, the argument can be made that. The, the movie is obviously very set, like, in his style and tone, but you could say, hey, why are people still listening to the Beatles? I mean, that was 60 yeah. years ago at that yeah, point. Yeah, but people aren't just listening to the Beatles and, and that people listen to modern music, too, and have modern culture. I, I mean, look, it's it's a fun movie, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think the best you're going to get, like, when you to going back to what you were talking about, is I think the Mario Kart ride has the potential to have the same kinetic like like frenzied energy if they really go for it that this does because honestly when it comes down to it that opening sequence while awesome is mostly just like a really fucked up like death race kind of 
you know, kind of, you know, and honestly, you know, the funny thing was like, what it really reminded me of is like, not, you know, not to give away like how he won, but when you saw Parzival winning, that whole sequence reminded me of uh, the new updated. Uh, what, is, what is that attraction, Epcot? Uh, test track. Test track. Like, like, I was like, oh look, it's test track. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. You know, I think you're you're on to something about how the appeal of the movie is just kind of reliving things that people are nostalgic for. But I think that yeah. translates to a theme park attraction because people go there to relive experiences that remind them of things that they like. And unfortunately that's the newer trend towards theme parks. That's not how it's always been, but I, mean, I guarantee really anything bigger than nostalgia. I mean, yeah, that's, like that's they're building a whole thing. land based on toy story, which is still an exceedingly relevant property. But you know, the first movie was 20 plus years ago at this point, almost 25 years. Yep. So, we're not going to see an attraction in Universal Orlando or Walt Disney World not based on a property, at least a major one in the vein of Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean for a really long time, if we ever see it again. Well, but to capitalize on people's nostalgia, I think an attraction based on a property like Ready Player One would bring in a crowd, especially if you did offer some sort of customizable element to it. What if instead parks like disney and universal instead of like doing something like ready player one just did their own version of it where there's like some sort of greatest hits you know like uh like uh man are y'all too young for those uh uh the wacky races the hanna-barbera wacky races nope i love wacky races okay like Hunter has no clue what that you, what you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, like, do, like, do you not? And and, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I wasn't sure. I mean, that is kind of before all your times, but I, but I, I know they replay stuff like that. So, but like that sort of thing. Like, why couldn't there just be some sort of race where, you know, Mickey Mouse is next to fucking Darkwing Duck, or you know, or well, that was the appeal of Disney Infinity, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, and the same thing with Universal. Universal has all these disparate properties. Like, why can't there be some sort of, like, greatest hits where, like, you, you do get to see, you know, King Kong and and Jaws and, you know, the fucking DeLorean. Or even if we did, we did something like that, I know a lot of people hate it, and Universal hasn't really messed with it, but what about taking a shitty roller coaster like Rip Ride Rock and just throwing vr on it easy now sequences from ready Ready player one i felt like that would be easy enough and they would still you know get the job done because think about it that's what the whole fucking thing is it's just vr so why you gotta be hating on my roller coaster because it sucks sucks. god damn it (laughs) i can't look i'm i'm not gonna say it sucks kenny because i haven't ridden it i don't want to but you know (laughs) it is our hero ride not, not good I like. I'm just gonna point out. That's the one ride you'd never get me on. I, I have actually I martinis in you. You'll be getting on that ride. No chance. Uh. You ha- look. You have more chance of me getting on you than you have of get me getting on <laughs> Rip Ride Rocket. Because I've seen that thing when it got stuck, and those people were in the horizontal position, and they had to send up like cranes to get them down. Ain't happening. I would be crying oh, yeah. like a bitch. 
when you put it that way, it sounds kind of sexy. Well, you ever uh, seen the back of the back of like if you go to Horror Nights, the lines they actually have like a permanent crane. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that. They get like a permanent crane. I don't know if it's for working on it, but they actually have a crane back there that doesn't. It, it's bolted to the ground. Yep. <laughs> so it's because that attraction is constantly falling apart. <laughs> yeah. What a shitty ride. That's how Lee, that's how Lee Malaby's planning to go out. Frankly. Yeah. You want to Kenny, 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 Kenny. <laughs> so. Yeah. Tell me about this thing I just real quick. Tell me about this thing I just came across on YouTube about this euthanasia roller coaster. Have you heard of this thing? What? There's this really rich guy that's in Europe somewhere and he wants to die and basically he designed this roller coaster. Oh, well, he, he No, he's actively dying and like he didn't want to be like sedate not sedated. What do they call it? Euthanized or anything like that. Yeah. So, he designed this roller coaster that had so many G-forces back to back it would kill you. I think I did oh, hear yeah. about this. That crazy what are you just- why don't you just like have the track just shoot you off? That's because that's this isn't roller coaster fun. tycoon. Could yeah, just go that's to, not how this works. He could know, just go to uh, Alton Towers and ride the Smiler. That'll you don't like shoot them into the opposite park to bring down their rating. He, he not could like I've ever done that. He could recreate the roller coaster from classic 1980s uh, Dan Aykroyd film, Nothing But Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Nothing But Trouble. Go watch well, what, it. You're welcome. What, what movie was that that they they filmed? Didn't they film? Um, it was like the Hulk or something. What movie? It was a horror movie, I think. Right, and they had it to where it looked like the thing would shoot off the track, but it was just like a dummy. Dude, are you talking? Are you talking Sharknado three? No, my like, ride was in that that movie. House on Haunted Hill or one of those weird movies. Look it up. There's like. There's actually, I think, I think Lee talked about it on, uh, on UUOP before. It's a scene that they actually shot because there's like Doctor Doom in it, but the rides look different. Like they did like an over. Wait, wait, on are you talking about? Are you talking about that Bring It On movie? Uh, no, it was like a horror movie. It's like I'd say Bring It On in it to win it was a horror film. It was a horror film. Well, there's a scene where this guy, <laughs> while you're in line, you can see it launch, but it's dummies and stuff. So it's supposed to like scare you, but it was actually shot at Universal. I can't remember what freaking. Let me see if I can find it. Carry on talking. We all got to watch Sharknado 3 when Banks Lee makes an appearance in the. Uh, well, so they were riding um, Rip Ride Rocket, and some sharks ended up on the loading station. And apparently ended up on the roller coaster. And then when it went through the inverting loop, the uh, shark, was it the shark or the train of the coaster came off the track and went through the roof of Twister. And uh, Banks Lee was in the audience for Twister when the shark landed on the set. It was fantastic. Mm. I took a screenshot and tweeted it out and everything. And uh, it was a it was a great moment. Uh I, I was actually there in the park when they were filming Sharknado 3. I bumped into uh, Tara Reid, actually. Fun story. I'm sure it was fun. Fun story. Well, she, looks, uh, she looks awful in real life. Like God oh, damn. Sorry, I was sorry, I was about Tara to ask you how the tits were looking, but Jesus you're, Christ. Uh, if you're listening, Tara, I'm sorry, but the makeup on the Little the known fact, Tara Reid is a huge Metal Hand of God fan. She doesn't miss an episode. Oh. 
No. I'm going to send this to you in the chat. This is the YouTube and video. Just so you know, Tara, I think the girls are looking perfect. So, <laughs> How old is she now? Like 50? How dare you? She's 43. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's up there around Adam's age. I know uh, I know they're hanging up. I'm the... looking just as good. Um, <laughs> Adam, real quick. I looked at this movie you were talking about. Nothing but trouble has a song in it featuring digital under uh, digital underground. It does, which has Tupac Shakur and Dan Aykroyd on the same song. <laughs> what the fuck is if this movie? <laughs> you watch it, and you're welcome. Tupac okay. Shaker. That's actually that movie has given me nightmares my entire life. It is. It, it is, didn't make any fucking money. It is. It is the one of the grossest films I've ever seen. And this movie was greenlit because of Ghostbusters. This movie was like 10 years after Ghostbusters. Or maybe it was Ghostbusters too. I don't know. It was just that Dan Aykroyd was like this hit maker who had made, you know, Ghostbusters and shit and like, and Blues Brothers. And uh, they were like, go ahead, Dan Aykroyd, make whatever movie you want. And he made nothing but trouble starring himself john candy chevy chase uh demi moore uh taylor fucking taylor negron yeah i was going for taylor kitsch for a second i was like no he would have been a fucking sperm in his daddy's balls at that point um so i'm I'm watching this clip that is absolutely the hulk and dr doom Mm -hmm. i know it is that's fantastic (laughs) what what movie is this house on haunted hill Oh. There's a longer scene though that shows the guy like setting it back up, but it's like <laughs> dummies. Did you see how close the cars were too to each other? <laughs> they're like oh. they're like twenty feet apart on the track. I'm gonna go find this movie. This movie has this movie has to be on YouTube right now. Okay, but first watch Nothing But Trouble. You're welcome. <laughs> no, you just said it was gross and it haunted you in your entire life. Why would we want to do I was, this? I was eight when I saw it the first time. It might be different for you. No, you got to watch the movie. <laughs> hey, uh, Share my pain. Random, speaking of random movies. <laughs> no have you guys, watching this movie. <laughs> have you guys ever seen The NeverEnding Story? Yes. Did you know that there uh, yeah. is a River Rapids ride of the never-ending story at WB Movie World in Germany? That's amazing. Yeah, uh, just so you know. Do you uh do y'all have a problem? I've not seen this movie and mm-hmm. I just I literally just listened to a podcast about this movie and found out all these crazy things like the band Atreyu is named after the goddamn main character. Uh, I need yep. to find this yeah. movie. What well, movie? first of all, never ending never story. Ending story. Uh, yeah, I guess I can't give you shit because, like, I don't, I've never seen Princess Bride. But uh, has, did, did, did the rest of y'all remember, like, a couple years ago, people got flipped out because they saw that picture of Steven Spielberg in front of the dead uh, uh, Triceratops? And people got really no. pissed off because they thought, like, he was a big game hunter who shot a Triceratops. Oh, yeah. My. <laughs> My yeah. friend, my friend, like they still exist. Yeah, my friend, Ted, and it was like clearly it was from Jurassic Park. My friend said, yeah. my friend Ted wildly photoshopped the Triceratops out and photoshopped Falcor in. <laughs> and I remember posting this or seeing this. It's one of my favorite like Photoshop pictures of all time. <laughs> uh, well, gentlemen, 
I think it's time for us to wrap on up. But not before we play 500 miles one last time. <laughs> By oh, the way, yeah. my my one regret is that we didn't the show didn't go long enough for us to have Brian Craig Lucas and Lee <laughs> Johnson Malaby uh, <laughs> Lee Johnson. R- 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 record uh actually no wait. I'm sorry. I fucked up that joke. Bruce Lee Malaby his or what was supposed to be his original name uh that's a true story uh, that is uh, brian craig johnson and bruce lee malaby record all-star by smash mouth oh mm. well i mean that's how this show should have ended i mean that would be a big enough event i feel to to bring back another episode right i mean at some point at some point i mean let's be honest We'll probably be back like next week. We sit here and talk a big game. Speaking of that, Hunter, did you see that 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 SNL skit? <laughs> Why are the you Shrek laughing one? while telling me? No, you didn't see that Shrek skit. No. Oh my god! I'll send it to you, dude. It's funny as hell. Um. So what do we do? Are we wrapping this thing up right now? <laughs> I yeah, think it's are. time to wrap it on up. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings to a close this episode of the Grim Grinning Host podcast. I'm just looking at that picture you just sent of Steven Spielberg next to the dead E.T. (laughs) 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 He's just sitting there very casually. I, in the water. I feel like I in the water. I feel like I have to send that to uh, Amanda over at Universal Uh-oh. After Dark now. She might cry. That's when they retheme ET to be the Stranger Things attraction. <laughs> All right. Well, this was your taste of the now monthly segment that's going to be on the monthly uh, on the Hand of God podcast. Dude, Just don't keep- don't do that to these people. Don't don't. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what sucks it's not that y'all decide the end of the show it's just that y'all are like eh fuck it we're not doing it anymore y'all didn't even tell all these poor people who loved y'all <laughs> like y'all didn't bother to say goodbye you know it's like when that's you're what we're doing it's asshole. like that's what we're trying to do right now that's because i stepped in and made it happen but before that y'all were like you know when when your dad gets caught cheating on your mom and he leaves your family to go fuck a new hotter mom that you know and he doesn't bother to stop by and like take you riding your bicycle anymore that's what y'all did damn he's at I, uh, butter beer. he's laying down the law this attraction <laughs> this uh this attraction the show who knows what's gonna happen <laughs> maybe we'll be back next week maybe we'll be back never thank you all <laughs> so much for listening <laughs> We really appreciate all of y'all for coming out and listening to Grim Grinning Host the entire time it was on the air. And uh, it means a lot to us. You know, we're just kind of four goofy guys. And for Grim Grinning Host to have received the reception that it did was really surprising to me. And uh, I'm very grateful for it to have been a part of my life. And uh, maybe we'll cross paths again one day. Jesus. But probably not. Start tweeting at the uh, vibrator companies. If we get a sponsor, we'll be back. Get a sponsor. If you guys want to contribute a dollar a month, we oh, will be Jesus. back. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. We're not worth your money. We promised you t-shirts. We never printed. We can start a Patreon like the Diz After Dark guys do. 
Yeah. Okay. For the record, I got a design for t-shirts, and y'all hated them. So that's kind of on y'all. What, is it the Dick Brothers one? Yeah. Still oh, yeah. should have done that burn it down. Yeah, one. that was a good one. I mean, with the, still could. Still could. I mean, we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. But anything you guys want to say, just in case, this is our last hoorah. Uh, I hate you guys. Not the <laughs> listeners. Just mm-hmm. just you guys in general. We know, Travis. I will. I will still uh, meet up next time I come down. We'll do our traditional grab a drink at Finnegan's and then don't, ride mummy. Don't bother. Don't ride mummy and hold hands. We can still do that. But oh, I, I hate you. I thought y'all were gonna sh- do your traditional sharing a hot dog and hot dog hall of fame. <laughs> Well, I mean, no, that depends on that, that depends on Brian, how the Craig, night goes. Lucas, and Bruce Lee Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been real and it's been fun, but it ain't been real fun, guys. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you want to find any of us, you can find me in particular over at HanBrolo77 on Twitter. That's the easiest way to interact with me. Kenny, uh, where can we keep up with you? Uh, in the loop, don't bo- Kenny. Don't bother. Yeah, yeah, don't bother. I mean, yeah. you could if you want in the loop, Kenny, but don't bother. That's uh, that's the truth. All right, Travis. What about that's you, man? Truth. Um, Travis Terrell one two on Twitter, Instagram T Terrell four nine four, and I've actually been <laughs> messing around uh, with YouTube, which is just Travis Terrell. Look for me, and you'll see my ugly mug pop up. Come on, Kenny. What the hell? Show's, man? show's going on too long. I gotta pee again. Is your bathroom like right next to your computer? Because that must be a pretty long mic cord. No, thankfully, that, just pissing in a cup. Thankfully, that bottle of water is right next to him. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking YouTube, you guys. Jesus, can't take a joke. You, they shot that place up today. Did you guys see that? That shit's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad that nobody. Well, the only person that died was the person that was shooting. But so that's no, good. a couple of people died. Mm, you sure about that? I thought they said uh, they were sure just they said injured. That, I think that she was the only casualty. I, I mean, I'd have to look again, but I thought they said three people died. Well, oh, either way, this uh, we can talk about this later. Yeah, <laughs> I can. Be, I can be Thanks found. Bring that up, Kenny. I can be found every every uh, twice a week, uh, right right here. Uh, you know, uh, slinging dick jokes and you know. Like uh, talking about family, like the Vin Diesel of New Orleans should. Mm, I like it. It's got a ring. It's got a ring to it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. This is Hunter signing off. Live the adventure. Just kidding. We used to say that on UOP. He's probably got that copy written somewhere. Um, I think Universal has it. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Lee's ripping them off. Yeah. Them background music that loops. Seems- we notice, Malaby. We notice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a great evening. <laughs> Bye. You're going to watch nothing but trouble and then make love to your woman in the most uncomfortable position you've ever I, been in. You know, I'm cringing while you're telling me this, and I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. <laughs>